I'm Scott Paul, and this is the Manufacturing Report. We were very, very concerned because we've lost a large percentage of our wholesale business because many of our wholesalers are in the Mississippi, Texas, Tennessee, Ohio, and all the areas that are currently heavily hit. Today on the Manufacturing Report, we're catching up with Reverend Georgette Morgan Thomas. She's the owner of the historic hat factory, American Hats, in Philadelphia. Now, if you caught our conversation with the Reverend this January on the podcast, you'll remember her brave decision to pour her life savings accrued over more than 20 years in social work into a beloved hat factory in order to save it from closure. Since then, American Hats has had to meet new challenges, but the Reverend is as determined as ever to ensure that the factory remains in operation. AAM's own Kat Adams speaks with Reverend Morgan Thomas about how she's adapting her business during the pandemic. Next on the Manufacturing Report. Thank you so much, Reverend Morgan Thomas, for joining us again at the Manufacturing Report. How is American Hats and the American Hats community responding and faring during this time? How are you all doing? We're doing okay. You know, we're a a small, tight-knit group, so... We came back to work the first week in July, and we were able to do that because we are such a small group. And what we did was we discontinued being open to the public. And, of course, we put in all of our precautions, having hand sanitizer and wipes and all kinds of cleansing items and sprays all throughout the factory. And then we're all wearing masks even though we've been here together now for over a month, we're still wearing our masks. We've really also been blessed that all of our staff made it through the COVID pandemic without any medical crisis. And so we're really, really very thankful for that. The manner in which we work makes it possible because we don't ever, any of us have to be too close together to get our work done and to make our production run smooth. Yeah, I'm sure that that's a a relief and an asset for you all right now. Right. As you've made all these changes, the retail industry has really shifted as well. And different events that might have prompted a hat have been canceled or changed. And I'm sure that that's been a difficult landscape to navigate. How are you kind of approaching that? Oh, yeah. We were very, very concerned because... We've lost a large percentage of our wholesale business because many of our wholesalers are in the Mississippi, Texas, Tennessee, Ohio, and all the areas that are currently heavily hit, Florida. They're heavily hit right now, um, you know, with the pandemic raging. And so they're shut, they're closed down. And so they're not able to order. And so we, you know, have seen a good, I guess about 42% of our wholesale revenue diminish. We also are looking at our retail store in the mall where we see that we are not generating sales because people are still not coming out. There are a few individuals that come out. But on a whole, the mall is like a ghost town, and people are not coming out. So we see a major 
oh my God, the loss of revenue in our retail store is just something else. And so we are finding that we have to work more because right now it's just myself, Robert, and our executive manager who started out here in the factory. She manages the store. So she's pretty much covering the store, her and Robert. And then I go in and cover on the weekends. So this is a real serious situation for me also because I'm currently working almost seven days a week. And here in the factory, we do see some of our wholesalers are still ordering, but their orders are small because the big conferences and the conventions, the derby, those things have all either been cut or are tremendously diminished in the capacity of the people who will be participating. Thus, our customers don't have any places to highlight their hats. Many of our wholesale customers are actually vendors who attend all of these major events, conferences, conventions, and convocations. So with those things canceled, they are not getting a lot of business, and so thus we don't get the business. We also are seeing that, you know, because the churches are all virtual now, that many of the individuals who would have typically been ordering from us retail are also not ordering. So we are continuing to try and just maintain ourselves until COVID lightens up. We're praying that it does lighten up because if it does not, it will make it a lot more difficult for us to continue on at the level that we're continuing. Right now, we brought back all of our employees. We didn't have to furlough anybody because back in, I think it was in March or the beginning of April, I got this idea to do something called Hats and Chat. It's a live Facebook stream. And so we have a chat about anything from periods of hats, what types of hats uh, were launched and what periods, talking about materials that hats are made of and talking about hats in relationship to certain historical events. For instance, right now we know that we are in the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment and women were marching and they were wearing their hats. So we've had some chats about that as well. Hey everyone, Kat here. We ran into some technical difficulties, so Reverend Morgan Thomas had to switch phones. You may notice a slight difference in the audio. Okay, back to the conversation. We actually show hats, we model the hats, and then after the chat, the members of the group get an opportunity to bid on those hats. So we start at 1 in the afternoon, and they have until 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. to bid on the different hats that we show. It's a, just a conversation as well as sort of a, a hat display and then an auction. Now, I know your factory has decades and decades of experience making hats, and that's something that is really important, I think, to preserve. But during this time, have you considered at all trying to do some PPE production to offer a little bit of a, a different approach to retail? Or, you know, is that something that is just really not a good fit for you all right now? 
Well, really, we are brainstorming that right now because given where we are and given where COVID is and how it's impacting us, that is something that we're going to have to look at. One of the things that we're doing with our hats and chats, we're having um, a wear your hat and chat so that individuals will wear the hat that they purchase and talk about what drove them to purchase the hat or maybe some anecdotal story that they'll share. We are thinking in the factory of how to do some different things. We're thinking about a virtual hat show where we, right here in the factory, set up a runway and have models wearing hats, have masks to match the hats. So we're thinking of all kinds of other methods of showing our hats and encouraging others to purchase them. And hopefully this whole Zoom, we will stop being so informal and getting half-dressed, and maybe we'll start getting fully dressed for Zoom meetings. <laughs> so that was then. You know, I make it a point to put my hat on for my Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that would certainly add a special touch to it. Yeah, yeah. So so we're we're giving it thought. You know, the biggest thing is the lack of social events and activity. We just had four young men come up to visit us from Atlanta, Georgia, who are looking to launch a new, youthful kind of uh, hat business. So we have some things in the work that we are going to be working on until we can really get back to people gathering and wearing hats in many, many places. So we're trusting that we can work on some projects that we have some others that will be looking and interested in doing some work. One of our designers who's overseas in Berlin right now, who will be launching some of her designs there. So there's movement, and we thank God for that. There is movement. And also we've gotten some calls from individuals who are just starting to look at beginning a hat business and hat line and need a factory. And so um, there is hope on the horizon, and and they're going to be doing their sales digitally. So I, I think that, you know, there's still some possibilities out there for us. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing a whole lot to connect with consumers, to connect with other businesses for collaborations. I'm curious, you know, what has the, the response been from those consumers during this time? Have you seen kind of a, an, a special reach out to you all? What has that been like? Yeah, we have with the Black Lives Matters movement, I understand that they actually put out a list reminding people to purchase from small minority-owned and Black-owned businesses. And so we did see, we received calls from the press in Massachusetts that indicated that we had some fans in Massachusetts that were putting our name out there. So we're thankful for that. You know, we do have a digital presence. We are heavy into social media, thanks to Robert. And so we're on Instagram and Facebook, and we have our own online store. So we're seeing that people are reaching out to us. And we're thankful for those individuals who are very 
consciously and deliberately looking for uh, minority-owned businesses, women-owned, black-owned, minority-owned businesses. So we're really thankful for that, and we do see some movement as a result of that as well. One of the things we want to make sure that everyone understands is that we are not going to be closing because some people have said, well, if things are staying like that and it's stagnant, then we will make the necessary cuts in business that don't include cutting people. But we may change our products. We're not going to change the quality of our products, but our hats have always been very artistic. And so we may just cut back and do a simpler styles that are less costly to purchase the merchandise, to trim them. And also, we're going to be looking at increasing our digital presence. And so we just want to thank, we really, really want to thank the community all across the country, because American Hats has been received in communities from coast to coast. We've had individuals contacting us from the West Coast in Los Angeles, and we're praying for all those members of the California community. But we, we've had people just reaching out to us, even during this time of often despair and fear. We're glad to know that we do offer that ray of sunshine, and we hope to continue to do that. And also offer an opportunity for women and men to purchase hats during this time a little more economically. So we're going to continue doing our auctions. And hopefully that, you know, as I said on Hats and Chats a few weeks ago, set the dinner table up nicely, put your hat on, get your beverage, be it a glass of wine or a cocktail, and have a great tasty dinner and just enjoy yourself. Look beautiful for you. Wear that hat at home in the house. Take some selfies and send them out and just enjoy yourselves. Try to enhance. Let the hat help you enhance the environment at home to bring some smiles and some joy to everyday life. That's the American hat's way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And I like the American hat's way. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Reverend, for your time. I really appreciate it. It was really great to hear how you guys are adapting and some exciting things for the future. And we thank you. Um, and if we make adjustments, you know, we're looking at our retail store in the mall. That would probably be the only really severe adjustment we make. We're trying to determine now whether we want to continue on there or not. And so we'll certainly get back with you and let you know if it turns out that we um, – you know, have to let it go. But we'll try to make sure we'll put up billboards in the community saying that though we might not be in the mall, we are still operating out of the USA in Philadelphia. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to catching up again very soon. Thank you, Kat. It's always so great to talk with you. And that will do it for the Manufacturing Report this week. 
For the remarkable story of Reverend Morgan Thomas's decision to launch American Hats, check out our earlier conversation with her in our podcast archives. And to learn more about American Hats, you can visit AmericanHatsLLC.com. Again, that's AmericanHatsLLC.com. As always, I want to thank AAM staff and Kat Adams in particular for their great work to make this episode possible. And I also want to thank you, the listeners, for engaging with us and for giving us great episode ideas. Now, please be sure to subscribe to The Manufacturing Report on Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And please let us know what you think by leaving a review and a rating. You can find us online at AmericanManufacturing.org. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And you can connect with us on Twitter at KeepItMadeInUSA. I'm Scott Paul, and until next time, together, we can keep it made in America.